From Alaska Teen Media Institute, this is Podcast in Place, Youth Stories from Quarantine, a series about youth in Alaska during the COVID-19 pandemic. We're bringing you stories, interviews, and audio diaries from teenagers and young adults stuck at home with nothing better to do. I'm Atme producer Orman DeLois, recording this on an iPhone at my house, since the Atme studio is closed for the time being. In this episode, you're going to hear Atme senior producer Ryan Danigal catch up with his friend Patrick Walker who is currently stationed in South Korea, where he works as a combat medic. In their conversation, they discuss how Patrick's military training has been impacted by COVID-19 and what life is like in Korea during a pandemic. As of January 6, 2021, South Korea reportedly has 11 coronavirus cases per 100,000 residents, compared to Alaska, which reportedly has 6,603 cases per 100,000 residents. Ryan spoke with him on December 24, 2020, but for Patrick, it was the 25th. So when did you enlist in the Army and what do you do? I enlisted in the Army last November of 2019, a few days before Thanksgiving. And I am a combat medic. I'm a 6-8 whiskey. So my job is I go out with the infantry. I go out with the Cav Scouts, I get attached to these frontline units, and I go into combat and render life-saving critical aid at the point of injury during a firefight. So what made you want to join the military, and did COVID-19 affect your decision at all? Uh, so I joined the military because I've always kind of had a sense of adventure. I've always, uh, I'm always an adrenaline junkie. I'm always looking for that next challenge kind of why my end goal is to go like special operations. But another part of the reason I chose this job exactly is because I want to help people because there's places in the world where they don't get, they don't have anybody that can render any sort of aid. And that could, that could be me that helps that person. I could help that person that wouldn't normally get help. I would say COVID wasn't really a thing when I enlisted. I kind of was brought up in the military with this, with us figuring out how to react to COVID. So it's all been new. Could you go into a little bit like what that was like? It was chaotic at times. You'd get orders one day, hey, this is a new, then the next day, hey, this is then veto, this is a new. It was, it was interesting. Was COVID around when you were in basic training? Uh, no, actually, no? not until I, not until I finished COVID didn't pick up. Oh. So what, what was the protocol if someone got, like, sick when it did start? Uh, mandatory quarantine. They would ask who had contact with them, and they quarantined them. Uh, when you became a combat medic and COVID did start popping up, did they give you, like, any sort of, like, advice or special COVID training? No, not necessarily. Oh, and everything I say, um, my views do not reflect the views of the uh, military or the Department of Defense. Uh, kind of legal, you have to say that, yeah. Uh, yeah, okay. With being a health professional now, uh, what do you advise our listeners to do to prevent the spread of COVID? Not much different from what you're already being told. I know people aren't really big on the whole mass things, but look, they're necessary. This, this virus is spread by minute particulate that comes out when you're like talking, sneezing, coughing, even breathing. When you breathe, a little bit of mucus sometimes comes out. That's what, carries the, that's what carries the virus. Wash your hands, 
uh, wear a mask, please, please wear a mask. If you know anybody, if you start feeling sick at any time, just stay home. Don't go out. You wake up one day and you're like, oh man, I don't feel good. Just don't, don't go out. Don't power through it. Stay home, rest, go get yourself tested. You'll be good. Since I know you, I know this. So the first place you went was South Korea, correct? Well, the first place I went through my military experience was to Fort Sill, which was in South Oklahoma. That was just my basic training. Okay, so, but you said COVID wasn't around in your basic training. Yes. COVID, I really started experiencing COVID around San Antonio time when I was going through my medic training. When things started kind of ending up, that was through the summer of 2020. So was traveling kind of difficult when, so when they told you you were going to South Korea, were you like kind of concerned about like travel? at all i wasn't concerned about travel but there were its own headaches a they didn't know when they would send us because they didn't know if there was enough of us to send to warrant the expenses and b with covid things are kind of crazy they're like oh how can we fly this many people at once with all this going on it it was it was rather great it was rather chaotic but you got there safely yeah yes so what was the first thing you noticed when you first got off the plane how humid it was. I got here in the dog days of summer. When yeah. That humidity was insane. Was there anything different about like the people, how they reacted? Were there a lot of people at the airport? Were they like masked up? Were they super far apart? Like what, was there anything different or just kind of the same? Everybody had a mask. That's good. Did, did it seem like South Korea was taking COVID a little more or less serious to you? Oh, it's extremely serious. Uh, so currently businesses with the recent increase in cases, the businesses have had a mandatory closing time. Everything has to be closed by nine o'clock unless it's like a convenience store or something. It's a manda- It's a instant, I want to say like 120,000 won uh, fine if you're caught without a mask. You have to respect social distancing inside or businesses can actually remove you. And yeah, they're, they're, they're locking it down. They're very strict on their COVID regulations. It's actually pretty effective. It's working. The only time something really happens, like I just recently said there was another little outbreak. Only time something happens is when there are like big gatherings and nine times out of 10, that's just like up in Seoul where all the tourists are. So it's mainly tourists. Out of all the stuff you just talked about, is there something that maybe you think the state should do that maybe South Korea is doing? Again, my views don't represent any but my own. Yeah, but I believe they're fine because people were to start seeing, hey, like I know people are struggling, like businesses and stuff. So I want to say we need to do that because we're already kind of hurting economically. A fine, I say there'd be at least some sort of fine or at least some sort of like penalty for breaking mask regulations. Explain to me again. So it's a fine, and is it like immediate lockdown for them? If for someone who's gotten protocol in South Korea? Uh, no, it's just a fine if they're caught without a mask. As far as I know. So what's it like being in a foreign country watching how the U.S. is handling COVID and the pandemic? Partially not just the COVID pandemic that inspired this response, but I'm kind of happy. I mean, I love the U.S., but like, there's a lot of issues going on with it right now. A lot of political, a lot of economic, a lot of social issues. So, And it, it's weird because I'm seeing how South Korea is handling it, and not just South Korea. I'm seeing how a lot of Pacific countries are handling it, like Australia, New Zealand, stuff like that. I'm seeing a lot of how they're handling it. They're handling it really well. And then there's America, where we 
California just breached almost 2 million cases, becoming the epicenter of this pandemic. It's crazy to think, like, out, out of all the countries, we're handling it the worst. What do you think could potentially, like, solve that issue? Masks. If people would just wear masks. I know. They're uncomfortable. Trust me. So when I was going through my medic training, I'd be out there about 12 hours a day, just about. You'd be sitting there 12 hours a day out in 115 degree heat with about 100 pounds of gear on, sometimes more, running, doing this, doing that in a mask. Trust me, masks aren't that bad. They, they're, they're uncomfortable, yes, but they're a necessity. Those things save lives. Do you have any advice that you'd want to give to our listeners? Even though I know it's voluntary, even though most people don't like it, uh, get the vaccine. It's a great way to help kind of start, uh, stop this pandemic into the ground. Wear a mask, wash your hands, practice good hygiene, eat right, because your eating habits affect your immune system and sleep. You need to get sleep because sleep also affects your immune system. If you're not getting enough sleep, if you're eating just greasy foods all day, your immune system is going to be weak and you actually heighten your chance of catching COVID-19. Got any plans for maybe after everything gets back to normal? Uh, travel. I've been planning a trip to Taiwan. I've been planning a trip to Australia. Uh, Papua New Guinea, and Singapore, and uh, Bali. Nice. Well, thank you for coming on today and talking with us, man. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having me, brother. Yeah, man. So that's all for this interview. Let's go to the outro. Is that how we do it? I don't remember how we do this. I'm sure they cut away from now. Let me. <laughs> yeah, just like that. Let me. That was At Me senior producer Ryan Danigal speaking with his friend Patrick Walker, who is currently stationed in South Korea. You've been listening to Podcast in Place Youth Stories from Quarantine from Alaska Teen Media Institute. Our show's theme music was composed by Devin Schreckengost. Stay tuned for more stories from quarantined youth. You can find these stories at alaskateenmedia.org, where we have included resources for youth during quarantine in partnership with the State of Alaska Division of Behavioral Health. Alaska Teen Media Institute is based in Anchorage, Alaska. We would like to acknowledge the Denina people whose land we work on. Many thanks to supporters of our podcast, including John O'Hara and James McCoy. The views expressed in this program do not necessarily represent the views of our sponsors. Thanks to our listeners who contribute to our programs and help us leverage additional funds and grants. If you'd like to support Youth Voices in Alaska and help keep our podcast going, you can support us through Patreon. Patreon is a membership platform that makes it easy for you to support creative endeavors like AtMe. Just go to patreon.com forward slash Alaska Teen Media. You can also help out by subscribing to, rating, or writing a review of our series on Apple Podcasts. Every little bit helps us get our stories out there. And don't forget to check out our website, alaskateenmedia.org. There you can learn more about what our organization does discover more youth-produced content, or find out how to get involved. You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for all sorts of updates. For Alaska Teen Media Institute, I'm Mormon DeLois. Thanks for listening. Stay safe out there. We'll get through this together.